welcome to the Red Sunflowers podcast. I'm Valerie. And I'm Grace. And we are two pals who enjoy chatting about real life and our experiences of it as Catholics. We are excited to be able to share some of those conversations with you. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Red Sunflowers podcast. We are happy to have you join us this uh, first month of the new year. Yeah. Happy new that? year. Yes. Yeah. Happy new year. 2022. Here we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's got a good ring to it. It does. I think. It does. Oh, yeah. So. Definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, um, probably we should pray, and then I'll explain some of the laughter that mm-hmm. came before. I don't want to get into laughing again and then try to pray because, you know. That, yeah, does it, is a recipe for <laughs> something we don't I, want right now. Right? <laughs> That's the best That's of a good one. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang it, here we go. I, I apologize if I chuckle during this prayer, but... As I've said before, I think the Lord accepts laughter as a prayer. Oh, yeah. So he delights in our laughter. So, all right. (laughs) In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. (laughs) Heavenly Father, we come before you thankful for this day that you've given us, thankful for this new year. We ask that um, you bring about hope in our lives, especially in places that are dark or um, places where we are sorrowful. We ask for the intercession of St. Teresa Benedict of the Cross as we reflect on her life and her writings uh, this evening. And we ask this all in your most holy name. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. made it made it through yeah so uh we were we just had a really great conversation (laughs) before um about this wonderful saint's name so uh she so Teresa benedict of the cross or Edith Stein. Edith Stein (laughs) yes we valerie pointed something out about her first name Yes, it, um, I mean no disrespect to her. This is just an observation of her name. It's kind of like eat, like Edith, like eat of this, Edith. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, um, after observing that, there was much laughter and absurd statements. Yes, yes. (laughs) One of the best, which was you saying that that's like... But your stomach, when it's making that sound, when it says, Edith, please, anything. <laughs> yeah, your stomach, when you're hungry, starts, like, growling, and it's, like, obnoxious. looking up at you. Yeah, yeah, it's obnoxious, like, Edith, please, <laughs> something, anything, <laughs> just Edith. <laughs> and then we just, and then we, <laughs> and then we talked about a really funny story mm-hmm. that may or may not have been discussed on this podcast before. Mm-hmm. Where Valerie was with someone who needed to eat a something, yes. anything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so that was that was our uh, um, pre-recorded. Actually, it was recorded. Yeah. yeah. Uh. <laughs> Maybe one of these days it will come out as a bonus. Mm. That would be a treat. That would. <laughs> 
Okay. So, ooh, uh, <laughs> we, oh, I know you have a question for me. Oh, yeah, I do. And then we'll talk. Remind, remind us, <laughs> yourself and myself, to address our... <clears throat> I can't think of words. Our special guest. guest. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. But that would be a good segue into what we're actually... So, okay. what's your... I don't know what that meant. I... When you... Something took a thought locked somewhere in your brain, yeah. I yep. think. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, so my question. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I've not thought about this for myself, so I don't have like a, here's my answer. Okay. But say you, okay, you know how like in different spaces there's different furniture, <laughs> you know, like a furniture is appropriate to its place, mm-hmm. like it serves a function, yada yada. Yes. There is specific kind of office furniture. Mm-hmm. specifically office chairs if you were an office chair what do you imagine you would look like mm. and a few things to consider <clears throat> wheels no wheels oh black brown funky color yeah that's the color yeah okay um and then are you more of like a a classic design or like an ergonomical is that the right word where it's more like, you know, like, oh, the best back support, blah, 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 blah. Oh, that for sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay, so like, okay. Interesting. Hmm. All right, uh, here's what I think off the bat. I think I would have wheels mm-hmm. so that you can just scoot around freely, not mm-hmm. be constricted. Mm-hmm. Um, other people might call this a little bit of laziness, like just get up and walk over to your drawers. Mm-hmm. I call it fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. yes let me fly across the room yes to my filing cabinet yes where i'll pull out my important documents mm-hmm. and fly back to my computer yes yes with the papers blowing in the breeze yes in my hair yes yes <laughs> yes <laughs> all important details um so wheels a must <clears throat> color probably something basic mm-hmm. Maybe something like this, actually. Ooh, yeah, I can see that for you. Yeah, yeah, like muted, but not. And if you spill coffee, no one would know. Exactly. It blend in. Yeah. <laughs> and probably chocolate too. Almost. Yeah, yeah. So like you know all the yeah. best things. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody knows that you've been eating chocolate bars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Slightly. Um, so yeah, this color, and yeah, give me that support. Mm-hmm. Um, not not a straight back. I mean, what is that? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, because I have, I don't have a great back, mm-hmm. as we, as you know. And so, um, something supportive, squishy, but also firm enough to, <laughs> this is ridiculous. And as I'm saying this, it's like, what chair do you want? Not what chair are you? Yeah, that's fine. That's kind of, yeah. That's kind of how it all. Yeah, the it goes yeah yeah so yeah material wise i don't know um like it wouldn't be it would not be fluffy with oh, like long yeah. fur Mm-mm. no no do you not do you know the amount of hairs oh. that would just get like matted into that thing as well as spilled coffee and chocolate like and how many crumbs would be hiding so many crumbs yeah taco meat yeah 
I, things that are gonna smell. <laughs> Why did your mind first go to taco meat? Like this. I'm just you thinking about pick that up. <laughs> Not if it's lost. <laughs> and in I the forest. In the forest of the chair. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking about like you know I packed my lunch, heated up, and you know like eating and. Yeah. And then, like, there's that grease. Yeah. <clears throat> no. Yeah, I think you would hunt for taco meat, though, <laughs> if you knew a chunk was gone. Right. I think you'd go hunting around. Sure. I would hope so. Yeah. But even once you pick it up. Yeah, the, sm- the smell and the grease. Yeah. yeah that's it's true. Fair. Yeah. So, just like a standard material. Soft, mm-hmm. but not, like, too soft to where it's like, I'm literally going to fall asleep the moment I sit my butt upon it mm-hmm. um <clears throat> yeah is that enough details <laughs> <laughs> i mean that'll do armrests oh yeah adjustable oh, oh fancy yeah adjustable also adjustable <clears throat> height of the mm-hmm. seat mm-hmm. up and down mm-hmm. a lot of these features <laughs> are part of my chair at work oh, or nice. a good amount it's got nice. wheels it goes up and down. Mm-hmm. Standard uh, material. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. So. Nice. Solid. Solid. Oh, good. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> good for my chair. Good for your chair. How about your chair? What does it look like? Smell like? Taste like? <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. <clears throat> wheels for sure. Oh yeah. Well, and see. <clears throat> there is some crossover here between what I want it to be and what I think I would be. Sure. Because here's the thing. Wheels, for sure. What I would want is wheels that work really well. Oh. If I was a chair, do I think I would have wheels that worked really well? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think <clears throat> that there would be something stuck to them permanently that wouldn't come off so that would make it a little bit tricky for them to roll and it would always get stuck a little bit so it would have like a little bit of like a drag you know what i'm saying i i know what you're saying why do you what are you saying about yourself (laughs) (laughs) um well this may reveal something about my chair at work too yeah oh okay oh wow (laughs) you need a new chair (laughs) no my chair is fine my chair is fine but I don't know. There's just something about them. Like, I feel like there'd be something stuck to the wheel. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. What does that say about me? I don't know. Don't think too hard about that. But I I think there would be something stuck to the wheel. And armrests, yes. Mm. When it comes to, like, support, I think there'd be medium. Okay. Like, nothing that it's, like... This is the latest and greatest and is the best possible thing for your back. Mm -hmm. But also it's not like you're leaning up against a cardboard box. Mm -hmm. Something in between. When it comes to color, I think black. I think just black. I see that. Yeah. Classic. Hides... All the stains. Hides all the stains. Everyone mm-hmm. likes it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just pretty, yeah. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Pretty simp. Mm. Simple. 
As the cool kids say. Yeah, as the youngins. <laughs> Just a simp. Everybody's a simp chair. Yeah, I'm just a simp chair. I'm just a simp lady. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sitting in my simp chair. Drinking my <laughs> simp black coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. You're... Well, I'm glad okay. that that's figured out. Is that yeah. all? Yeah, that's all I can visualize right now. Okay. So. Okay, well. Oh, just... you know what would be stuck? Sorry. Let <laughs> me stuck to the wheel. So I often eat these like granola bar, protein bar thingies. Mm-hmm. They're really like just simple, easy, quick, grab on the go. Mm-hmm. So I eat them often because they're just so convenient. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but every time I eat them, crumbs, so many crumbs. And like there will be these like, I don't actually know what it is. Sometimes it's a nut. Okay. It would be a nut. It would be a nut oh. because they're like a bunch of nuts stuck together. So they've got the sticky stuff. Oh. So it would be a nut stuck. A nut stuck on the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, whenever you move, it would like crunch, right? Oh, uh, yeah. And just get more stuck or crumble away? Um. Well, see, as soon as it crumbles away, I'm probably dropping another one. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's just an, it's an influx. Yeah, of... there's just, yeah. Got it. Wow, that is... Oh, and then, well, okay, now I'm, this is getting ridiculous. I need to cut myself off. No, I'm interested. <laughs> it's something about a mouse would come and eat the nut. No. Okay. But that's precious. <laughs> oh. Well, Your little office mouse. Yeah, okay, so when it crumbles off, he would gather the crumbs for him and his friends. And his family. <laughs> oh, that's, that's so sweet. Are you gonna cry? No. I'm not. I'm not. I just am thinking about it and I love it. You look like you're gonna cry. I'm not. I'm not. No shame. I'm just like picturing this little mouse and he's just gathering all these little these little crumbs and he's holding them all and he's going home to his family. Yeah. And he's feeding them. Mm-hmm. It's really sweet. <laughs> it is. Oh, everyone wants a mouse like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's my chair. Okay. My it turns my crumbs provides mm-hmm. <laughs> for oh my, my office mouse and his family. It takes your mess and makes it into something beautiful mm. and nourishing for someone else. Yes. Wow. The Lord's work. This is the Lord's work in a fantasy about your chair and the yeah. mouse. Yes. See how we scrape profundity out of the most absurd thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, man. That's great, though. <clears throat> I can just picture the mouse, and it's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> we need to move on. We do. We gotta talk about Edith. We do, but we, I think I jumped into the oh. question, intention. Oh, yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Do you want me to talk about oh, that? Oh, no, you can go ahead. I just remembered. Oh, so My mouse? thing I have to tell you. Okay. Okay. Fascinating. Okay. <laughs> um, so our intention this month, if you will pray along with us, is for... <laughs> all of those uh, suffering from depression. Um, so please, yeah, or just 
I guess, yeah, mental illness in any way, but yeah, in a special way, depression as these winter months often do not help. Um, so please join us in prayer for those people. <clears throat> okay. We have a special guest. Oh my gosh, yes, we do. Why? Why? Well, <laughs> she said, okay. it's finally my turn. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so up here we have um, St. Teresa of Avila. And um, so you guys can't see it on the camera, but right beside her is then St. Therese. And it sounds savage. It, it, because it kind of because is. It kind of is. Okay. Yeah. There's no, there's no way around it. It is. Yeah. But normally we switch them. So Therese is in the frame with us. Yeah. We like Therese. Yeah. We like Teresa too. Yeah. But she normally gets... Uh, the boot. The boot. <laughs> <laughs> and Therese comes in. Mm-hmm. Well, today... Teresa is staying with us mm-hmm. because she has a very significant tie to uh, St. Edith. She does. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Providence worked that out because we already had the table and the chairs mm-hmm. set up and you were sitting down. We didn't want to move her. Yeah, basically, we didn't want to move her. I'm like, are we going to switch the Teresas? Uh-huh. And Valerie's like, uh. And then when we decided we'll just keep Teresa of Avila, we're like, mm-hmm. that makes perfect sense. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. she played such an important role in saint edith's life so mm-hmm. that just worked out very well mm-hmm. and i did try to adjust the camera so that you could actually see all of Teresa. i think you're you get part of her head <laughs> <laughs> we have a special guest she's here because we didn't want to move her you get part of her head <laughs> what i mean is part of her head and the rest down part of her got cut off i was oh, yeah struggling yeah. too but she's there if you can't see her <laughs> welcome teresa welcome teresa um we we are glad that you are here mm-hmm. so yeah and we are glad that the Lord used you in such a way in St. Edith's mm-hmm. life. Yes. Now, I was talking to someone this evening, which I thought was very fascinating. I asked um, him if, like, what his favorite part of, yeah, St. Saint, uh, Saint Edith, Teresa Benedict of the Cross, like, what his favorite part about her is or, you know, things he knows about her. Mm-hmm. And he gave, like, a very thorough and kind of, like, philosophical uh response which is great because like she was a she was into philosophy Mm -hmm. um which is great but basically at the end I had to say okay so what you're telling me is this and give him like a short little synopsis and he's like yeah I'm like okay that'll do (laughs) um for me but he basically said that in reading the lives of the saints um Edith was able to come to conversion to Catholicism and it was in empathy actually she did uh I think her doctor doctoral dissertation on empathy oh interesting yes and I guess it emphasized or just her life proves um that empathy to the lives of the saints so like kind of uh having empathy with their experience 
was the means by which she was able to have a conversion. Mm. And so, oh. which isn't that fascinating? That is, that is very interesting. Yeah. Wow. So that just like speaks to, you know, the life and witness of Teresa of Avila and just to all of us of the importance of reading the saints, reading their lives and getting to know them and yeah, cultivating that empathy. And all of a sudden it's like, well, not all of a sudden, but it's like, yeah, I kind of want to be like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. As, yeah, as lived out by, by Edith. So that was a really interesting little tidbit. Yeah. Cause she was, um, she was a German Jewish philosopher. Um, and yeah, after reading, she had, uh, yeah, I think she read, um, Teresa of Avila's autobiography. Is that what mm-hmm. you saw? Yeah. Yeah. And so then she had, a conversion to Catholicism and she was uh she was killed by the Nazis in I think it was Auschwitz um and yeah was killed alongside her sister um but be- before that she had become um a Carmelite nun mm-hmm. so pretty awesome story like yeah one heck of a life and I think she was only how old was she, she? was 50 I think when she died oh she really 50. Okay, okay, <clears throat> that's older than I thought, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's a lot of, yeah, mm-hmm. and she was beatified by JP too, which is pretty cool. So. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what you got, what you got about her? Um, okay, so I've got a handful of ones that I'm like. Yeah, real words. Jazzed? Yeah, jazzed about. Mm -hmm. But then there's like two specifically that I'm like, oh, yeah, (laughs) that's the stuff. Okay. (laughs) Um, Okay, so let's start with those. Okay, so this one, we cannot separate love for God from love for man. We acknowledge God easily, but our brother, those with whom we do not identify his background, education, race, and complexion. We could not have imagined that love for God could be so hard. Wow. Yeah. Like, just, yeah. The, we cannot separate love for God from love for man. And then we could not have imagined that love for God could be so hard. First off, the last part. True. Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, yeah, just like. Like, how convicting. We cannot separate love for God from love for man. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, it's so, so easy to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, God is perfect and yeah. lovely and likable. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> My brother, not always so much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's basically, yeah, just one of those where it's like, ooh, mm-hmm. convicting. Very It's kind of, yeah, like one of those things. Um, I read this book, The Friendship of Christ by Robert Hugh Benson, which is a really good book, by the way. But um, I think within it, and like, I think you'll find this in many, yeah, spiritual uh, books, but um, saints and different people emphasizing like, uh, prayer is really great and highly, or yeah, highly important of utmost importance. Um, but if you leave prayer and you cannot go and love 
the people, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Right? Like yeah. it should always, um, yeah, like prayer should always fuel your love of others. And so, <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of an interest. Yeah. So it's just kind of an interesting thing because I think sometimes we have a tendency to be like, well, like I'm doing the things for God, you know, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> which seems, which seems good. And it is good to do those things, but then it can be so easy to just leave and forget how to care, even just like for our families, mm-hmm. <laughs> forget yeah. how to ask them how they are, forget how to be patient when they're, you know, maybe less than patient with you. And it's like, yeah, if I'm struggling in these ways, like how, what's the word, efficacious mm-hmm. is my prayer then really? Yeah. Because it should flow into every aspect of my life and make my heart look like more look more like Christ's <laughs> and mm-hmm. so yeah so it's just what what Edith is getting to there is yeah mm-hmm. what was that thing that she said the, uh... we cannot we, we're I don't know I'm trying to find oh yeah you cannot separate um, love for yeah. God from love for man mm-hmm. true mm-hmm. yeah and, like, just tying in with what you said is, like, the virtue of charity. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's really the... I'm, this wording might not be quite correctly, quite correct, but I think you'll get what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Is that, like, cha- charity is that, like, test of, like, okay, where mm-hmm. am I at spiritually? How am I doing? Because, yeah, I can be saying all of my prayers mm-hmm. and seeming really holy on the outside, but then if, like you said, I leave... And we leave prayer and we're just then, like, rude to everyone else and not mm-hmm. charitable. Then it's like that's not growing in holiness. That's not growing in the likeness of Christ. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, that um, virtue of charity is very important. Very. And I think, uh, see if I can connect all these dots in my brain and be able to articulate it. But I think this also kind of, like, can show us the importance of times of desolation in prayer mm-hmm. and the importance of why the Lord allows that to happen is because sometimes in our prayer, like we feel rather good, which is great to have mm-hmm. consolations and to have um, a strong like awareness that like, okay, God is here and I know that he's present to me and he'll never abandon me or just have different insights and just different, the many and varied ways we can be consoled in our prayer. But then we have these times where that such is not the case. Mm -hmm. And I guess what I'm getting to is like often those feelings um, do not, we often don't have those uh, feelings of consolation in contact with our Mm -hmm. brothers and sisters. Yeah. And so it's like, um, and so it just can become really hard. Um, But we have to learn how to... (laughs) Love, which is a choice, you know, and that something we have to choose when the feelings don't match up with what is good. Mm-hmm. And so in tasting desolation in our prayer, uh, the Lord's going to show us ways in which we can love people better when we don't feel like it. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like some days we, we really <clears throat> do feel like caring for others. 
mm-hmm. you know, or moments where we, we feel like asking someone how their day was, or we feel like being more gracious to the person who, for some reason, went before us when we stopped first at the four-way stop. Mm-hmm. Like, why did you do that? Um, yeah. <laughs> but there are days where we uh, feel like we have a greater capacity. I don't know if that's really the right way of saying it, but to to be gracious. But then there are days when we do not feel that way. Mm-hmm. And it's... It's a process and a journey of choosing, choosing the good, even when the feelings say, don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, that's a very good connection. Yeah. Anyways. Solid. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> so take heart. It is, it is the Lord's mercy that he gives you periods of desolation, which may not feel like it, definitely doesn't feel like it, but yeah, but it's in his mercy that he does so. Um, okay, I'm trying to think, hmm, I'm trying to see which one I want to comment on. All right, so I'll just go for my favorite. Um, so St. Edith wrote essays on woman. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it, I think it's woman, not women. I, anyway, mm-hmm. singular one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but so lots of dope quotes regarding the role of the feminine heart. Mm-hmm. Just awesome. Just love it. So this was my, f- my favorite one that I saw. And she said, the woman's soul is fashioned as a shelter in which other souls may unfold. Mm, mm-hmm. I have that one too. Uh-huh, that I saw good. that. I know. Yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness. Isn't that so true? Mm-hmm. And just so beautiful that that is how the Lord created the soul of a woman. Is so that it can be a shelter. So a shelter, a safe place mm-hmm. where other souls can come. Yeah. It's just amazing. I just, yeah. And, yeah. I guess I don't have a whole lot to say except that it's beautiful and it makes me want to be that soul that is a shelter in which other souls can unfold um, and feel free and safe to share and to know that they will be, yeah, loved and seen and known and... um, that's just awesome. Mm-hmm. Talk about like what's going to inspire you to grow in feminine maturity. That quote. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, that was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Which, sorry, I'm going to bounce to another oh, one. Oh, no, you're talking. Um, there, she also said, since Mary is the prototype of pure womanhood, the imitation of Mary must be the goal of girls' education. Mm. Which is pretty awesome, too. Mm-hmm. So how do we become that shelter? Well, yeah. Pray that you may become more like Mary. Yeah. <laughs> That's just, yeah, that was just also really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, that is. Um, <clears throat> do you have any other, like... Let's, I'm, I'm wondering if you have any other, like, 
very specifically womanly ones? Woman one. uh, a lot of the ones that I... Um, I saw that you had one that I had also. We probably had. Oh, okay, yeah. So if you want to, yeah, share mm-hmm. that one. Actually, I think you also had that. Okay, I'm just going to read these three because yeah. they're all womanly ones. Oh, yes. <clears throat> okay. Well, actually, that one's not specific. Okay. Whatever. It's my text no rules. <laughs> <laughs> we make the rules. We make the rules. <laughs> yeah. That's scary. <laughs> Who let us do that? Yeah. Okay. Um... <clears throat> Woman naturally seeks to embrace that which is living, personal, and whole. To cherish, guard, protect, nourish, and advance growth is her natural maternal yearning. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't even know what to say because it's just like, she just said it all. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, correct, check, <laughs> yeah. right, got it, Edith, good job. <laughs> Thank you for putting to words. <laughs> yes. What the experience of woman is yes yes yeah oh man can you read that one more time (laughs) yes woman naturally seeks to embrace that which is living personal and whole to cherish guard protect nourish and advance growth is her natural maternal yearning and isn't that beautiful that we were given that naturally like Mm -hmm. obviously it's something that needs to mature but that is just like ingrained in mm-hmm. who we are. Yeah. Good job, God. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That is really beautiful. Yeah. Train. You can probably hear it. <laughs> it's just... Just get it out there. <laughs> okay. And then... Each woman who lives in the light of eternity can fulfill her vocation, no matter if it is in marriage, in a religious order, or in a worldly profession. So I just really like, well, I guess this is the essence of the quote, but that like each woman who lives in the light of eternity can fulfill her vocation. Like that idea of living in the light of eternity. Mm -hmm. It's like, huh. Oh, that's very, I don't know. That's like a very neat way to put it. Mm -hmm. But it's like, yeah. And how, yeah, how would you articulate or explain what that means? How do you live in the light of eternity? I guess maybe I'm oversimplifying it, but I guess in my head I'm like, you're living in one way and like with the end goal in mind, Mm -hmm. but also like keeping in mind the resurrection and, um, yeah, like the end goal, if you will, of like, um, <clears throat> how do I put this in words? Like, um, spending eternity worshiping Jesus and doing like what you were literally created to do. Mm-hmm. I guess so just like living with that in mind and like kind of using that as your guiding path but also your reason for hope i guess mm-hmm. i don't know does that yes. make sense yes okay so i guess that's mm-hmm. my thoughts on it mm-hmm. but oh yeah what do you think i i think 
I agree. <laughs> I think that would be accurate. And just kind of, uh, I guess, like, um, like living in the light of eternity um, makes me think that, like, like what you're saying, like this, like the goal, having it ever in your mind and whatever task you're doing um, day in and day out, moment by moment, it makes me also think, like, like you're animated by mm. eternity. Mm-hmm. You know, the thought of it uh, brings you joy and animates your day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. And I guess I also thought, like, um, like living in the light of eternity probably also means, like, thinking often about the saints, those who are <laughs> yeah. living in eternity. Yeah. Reflecting often on those who have achieve the goal mm-hmm. and who are there as your friend um and who you hopefully will in the light of eternity be with mm-hmm. one day um it can mean a whole lot of things you know yeah. like yeah. living a sacramental life mm-hmm. you know living in the light of eternity yeah um yeah lots wrapped up in that it's pretty mm-hmm. awesome yeah this this girl knew women oh yes <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you have any other woman <laughs> I'm not even going to finish that statement <laughs> Do you have any other woman? <laughs> hey, woman. Got any others? Um, I think that's pretty much my woman-specific ones. Okay. Well, I guess explicitly woman ones. Mm-hmm. But there's one that it's like, it... Hmm. I'm just going to read it because I really want to. Yeah, please do. Okay. And when night comes and you look back over the day and see how fragmentary... Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm going to start over. (laughs) And when night comes and you look back over the day and see how fragmentary everything has been and how much you planned that has gone undone and all the reasons you have to be embarrassed and ashamed, just take everything exactly as it is, put it in God's hands, and leave it with Him. Which I'm like, this is... Out of all these, this is my favorite. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite quote. And, like, it doesn't explicitly say women, woman, or anything like that. But it's mm-hmm. like, there's something definitely very feminine about it. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a couple reasons that there... Well, probably one, it was written by a woman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she writes a lot about women. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. Um but like when I hear about okay like the and so many thoughts coming at once I'm like um when they okay the fact like pointing out embarrassed and ashamed and I feel like those not that men don't experience that because I definitely think that they do Mm -hmm. but there's something that it's like I feel like in a very 
deep and particular way that is something women feel mm-hmm. very often and very deeply. A very deep pain. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And so I think there's that aspect mm-hmm. um, to it. And then um, just kind of the imagery is a little more feminine mm-hmm. of like, I just imagine like looking and being like, oh, this is a mess. And just like scooping it up and being like, all right, here you go, dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, just take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is, yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, the other, uh, this was just like a, last night or a couple nights ago, um, I had written a to-do list and I was like, cross some things off, but I didn't get everything done. And it was getting late, so I was like, okay, I'm just going to set it, um, like, on my, what do you call this? Nightstand? Mm-hmm. Night? Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to set it here. It's getting late. I'm kind of getting re- ready for bed. But if I happen to get, like, a second wind or something, then I'll come back to my list. <clears throat> Did not happen. <laughs> Did not happen. The next day... I don't know why, because it didn't work the night before, but I did the same thing. I was like, all right, I'm going to set it here so that way I don't forget about it. And then if I get a sudden burst of energy again, I'll come back to it Mm -hmm. again. It did not happen. Mm -hmm. And so that night as I'm like getting into bed, I'm looking and I see the to-do list from the night before and the one from that day. And I just was like, oh, just felt kind of like garbage Mm -hmm. because I'm like, ah. Like, all of these things I haven't done and I needed to do and I should have done. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, yeah, like, as I was crawling into bed, I'm like, it's late. I Going to bed is the best thing. Like, I know that, but also I'm looking at these things and I'm like, ugh, just feeling crummy. And um, so then when I read this, I was like, oh, man. Perfect. Yes. yes. Amen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes, that is perfect. <laughs> yeah. There is... Yeah, there is definitely a feminine tone to that. That whole quote. And I... Yeah. I really... Yeah, I love all of it. But just in particular, just take everything exactly as it is, put it in God's hands, and leave it with Him. I, yeah, I think a lot of times we don't want to take everything exactly as it is when we give it to the Lord. We kind of want to change it, maybe tuck some things down in a way, tidy it up, yeah, dust some things off Mm -hmm. and, uh, just sugarcoat it. Mm -hmm. So that way when it's presented to the Lord, it's less disgusting. Mm -hmm. Um, and we think that he will accept it better and be more proud if we've tidied it up. But And I still am like learning this because oftentimes in prayer, I'll just kind of like be, you know, saying the things and I'm like, wait, what are you doing? Where's your heart right now? Okay. Actually, let me acknowledge where I'm actually at. I'm actually kind of distressed about this thing in my life. Maybe I should bring that to the Lord and maybe this, this is bothering me or I'm embarrassed about that or, you know, Mm X, Y, and Z because I just, I think I just have like a habit of wanting to sugarcoat it mm-hmm. instead of taking it exactly as it is to the Lord. Like, 
So I think we all have to learn, yeah, that the Lord delights in our honesty. He doesn't want... He's on a sugar-free diet, okay? (laughs) So keep the sugar (laughs) coat to yourself, Valerie. Speaking speaking to myself, I'm not condemning anyone. Right. Sure. That's a a look in the mirror. Yes. (laughs) You should put that in the mirror. He doesn't... He's on a sugar-free diet. diet. Yeah. I love that. That is great. Oh my gosh. That is awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I just think, yeah. He, we're not going to scare him away mm-hmm. with whatever is going on in our heart. We can't possibly scare him away from us. He can take it. He can handle it. And um, yeah. Even if it's like a bitter old cranberry sock. sock. Cranberries in a sock. Oh. It's all old oh. and stale and bad. Mm-hmm. I think he wants it. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're on a sugar-free diet, you get desperate. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying the Lord is desperate. That's not what I'm saying. This is where the analogy breaks yeah, down. Yeah, that's where it, <laughs> it just becomes it crumbles. a joke. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it crumbles like your granola bar. Yes. yes. Feed the mice. Feed the mice. So it works out. Everybody yeah, wins. Everyone wins. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so I just, yeah. So anyway, just love that aspect because I think that, yeah, speaks deeply to, again, this whole quote just... And not that it doesn't speak deeply to men, because it should, mm-hmm. but in a particular way, particular way to women, and in an even more particular way, uh, yeah, just like prayer and what it says about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should look raw mm-hmm. and honest and kind of like, ugh. yeah, it's yeah. great. It's great. Bring the ugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the Lord loves sushi. The raw meat. <laughs> I need to stop. Sorry. Stop All me. these Etif. Yes. It comes full circle. It comes, comes full so full circle. <laughs> did we tell that story on here? I, I think we know. did. Didn't we? I don't know. I feel like we did. Okay. Our, on our JP2 episode. JP2 fans JP2. will know. Yeah. You, you know will us. know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we talked about it on our yeah our episode about the people's pope JP two, his um. His sign that he wanted a cookie was to draw a little circle upon the table. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we did because we did. Okay. We talked about it. Okay. But okay, I know we've like talked about this quote so much, but there is just something like continuing continuing with like the feminine tone that it has. Like the the uh, the imagery that you talked about, like taking it mm-hmm. and leaving it with him, mm-hmm. putting it in his hands yeah. and leaving it with him has a very like uh, what do I want to say motherly feel, mm-hmm. I guess because like there's something about like imagining the lord taking all your things and like freely grasping onto it and like holding it to his heart Mm -hmm. you think about like a mom with her baby and Mm -hmm. just how 
just how moms kind of like do this all the time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, just drawing people in. Sorry for people who are just listening. They're like, what is this? Yeah. I'm wrapping my arms around the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just this embrace of a woman in that, uh, yeah, and giving it to the Lord. We're allowing Him to do that, speaking in our language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Solid again. <laughs> Solid. Solid. <laughs> Here, yeah. Did you have anything else with that? No. Sorry. No. Okay. I feel like I'm a chatterbox tonight. No, you're. I don't know where that came from. You're solid. Because <laughs> <laughs> as you can tell, it's like <laughs> just five words. special <laughs> oh man they so here's another oh i forgot about this <laughs> it's okay uh here's another like quote on women uh she said both spiritual companionship and spiritual motherliness are not limit limited to the physical wife and mother relationship but they extend to all people with whom woman comes into contact mm. isn't that wonderful that is, that is. Like, I don't care who you are. If you're a woman, if you're wife or not a wife, mother or not a mother, you are a wife and a mother to the world. Mm-hmm. That is your role. And one that you are to provide companionship and motherliness to all whom you come in contact with. Mm-hmm. Wow. Isn't that just, like, amazing? That is. Like, daunting. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, like, that could be an examination of conscience right there Mm -hmm. in and of itself. But, yeah, I just think, like, yeah, to all, you know, you're walking through the grocery store. And, Mm -hmm. like, my tendency is, like, eyes down, get what I need and get the heck out of there. Yeah. But... (laughs) But is that really what I'm, you know, called to do? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just just this call to embrace all that all whom we come in contact with, and yeah, it's just beautiful. It's um, it is an incredible and humbling calling to be a woman, mm-hmm. to be a man as well. But tonight yeah. we're we're talking about women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. We could talk about men, too, and the, uh, what do I want to say, the complementarity of mm-hmm. that. But that should be a whole other episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Men, you rock. <laughs> men, solid. Men. You're solid. <laughs> solid as a rock. Oh. <laughs> First one was really weak. Yeah. yeah. We are checking all the boxes, aren't we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Absolutely. <laughs> all the boxes. Mm-hmm. As we like has. to say, solving all the world's problems. Yep. Tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
that sarcasm, by the way. Uh, oh, sorry, I just realized another one I have. What do you have? That, honestly, I'm like pretty, pretty solid. <laughs> Actually, okay, I have one more. Okay. That is just real quick. Okay. Um, and if, if I was thinking earlier, I was just like, oh, that would have been a good one to go with we talked about earlier so we can just touch on this quick Mm. um okay the deeper one is drawn into god the more one must go out of oneself that is one must go to the world in order to carry the divine life into it so kind of like that idea that like going back to like the prayer and charity and like Mm -hmm. leaving prayer to go out into the world and like love others and um to be christ to others and to lead them to him mm-hmm. so anyhow, yes yeah. that is good yeah that is good Ooh, that's <laughs> a fun sound yeah. my stomach just sounded you know what it sounded like huh? it sounded like a mouse went down a water slide and splashed into a little baby pool yes i was gonna say it sounded definitely like a splash sound oh. yeah digestive juices mm-hmm. <laughs> yes mouse on a water slide <laughs> All about the mice. Yeah, I was going to say, if you guys can't already tell or haven't picked up on it, we kind of have a weird thing with mice. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to explain it beyond that. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I believe this has been discussed in one of, like, our very earlier episodes, like, back when we were in the different location. Really? The first location. Okay. Because we talked about, I think, mice and weasels. Oh. We had a thing for weasels. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But, um... In case you forgot, yeah, <laughs> this is a very case, important part. Yes, this is a very important detail <laughs> about us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That you must understand in order to fully engage. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to engage fully in the absurdity, then yeah, <laughs> these are the things you must know and understand. <laughs> I don't know if anyone can understand. Yeah, that's it. true. Don't try. <laughs> yeah, scary place. Yeah. <laughs> oh man okay so i have one that so i think i have two more that i want to share um one which goes (laughs) goes back to the one i shared earlier about uh yeah basically women are to uh provide companionship and motherliness to all whom we come in contact with uh, but this one is everywhere the need exists for maternal sympathy and help. Mm. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I don't know. I think just like... Yeah. The heart of a woman that takes that takes in everyone she gazes upon. Like, that is needed Everywhere. And so I don't know what your life situation is, you know, where you are at work, where you are at with your family, wherever you find yourself, your maternal heart, your maternal sympathy and help is needed there and everywhere. Which again is like a a huge thing, right? But we we don't do it on our own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we have the example of Mary and the saints. Um, so just thought that was beautiful. Um, 
Okay, and then here's the last one, which is kind of long, but very, very beautiful. So she says, to suffer and to be happy, although suffering, to have one's feet on the earth, to walk on the dirty and rough paths of this earth, and yet to be enthroned with Christ at the Father's right hand, to laugh and cry with the children of this world, and ceaselessly sing the praises of God with the choirs of angels. This is the life of the Christian until the morning of eternity breaks forth. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Oh. Real solid. Yeah. Very. <laughs> it's a lot to take in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it just seems like one big, huge, yeah, sentence because it is. <laughs> but just like this, ah. Uh, I just love how she touches on suffering mm-hmm. and how like having joy in that. It's like mm-hmm. walking on the dirty and rough paths of earth, but also being enthroned with Christ um, at the Father's right hand. To laugh and cry <laughs> mm-hmm. with the children of this world and also sing the praises of, praises of God with the angels this like twofold reality of yeah just like the joy and the beauty but also like the pain that accompanies life here Mm -hmm. you know like the cry of the children in this world like what a messy world we live in Mm -hmm. (laughs) and just so so many things to cry and to grieve over um but yeah just like just the hope of eternity and and that she just she just lays it out like like this is normal and actually this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. This is the life of the Christian until the morning of eternity breaks forth. Like this is what we can expect all our lives long. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just beautiful. Again, it has that wonderful feminine and like poetic tone to it. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, I just I just love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's one I'd have to like sit on and think for a while about. But yeah, that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Any other thoughts? I don't think so. Okay. I think that's, yeah sweet I think that's all on my end as well (laughs) dang it I should have seen that coming (laughs) um was are we bit what oh (laughs) are we bit what are we bit oh are we bitting oh okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah sure okay do you you want to? I, I don't know mine yet. Do you have okay, one? I do. Okay. I do. Mine is not in reality, but in um, um, an explanation very simple. It's like in reality, it's like goes deeper and such. Does that make any sense? I Maybe. So you're going to give us... A basic 
I'm just gonna say the word. There's one single word. I'm gonna say it. Okay. And yeah. Move on. Well, you're not gonna yeah. explain. <laughs> well, I don't really think it needs. Oh. Ex- okay. I'll just say it. Okay. Yeah. It. Okay. I'll say it and then I'll. Yeah, we'll go from there. <laughs> my bit of the month is my parents. Oh. And I feel like that's pretty self-explanatory. They're awesome, and I love them. I'm very, very thankful for them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, simple explanation, but mm-hmm. not simple reality. Does okay, that make sense? I gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. So that's yeah. great. Wow, yeah. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> well, I've decided mine. I decided it before you said yours, and so it's okay. way, it is. It has a very different tone to it. <laughs> um, my bit of the month, so I love beans so much. <laughs> Do you know where this is going? Yes. <laughs> yes. I, oh, two bits of, okay, I have a really great idea. Oh my gosh. Relating to beans. Two bits of the month. Mm-hmm. That go hand in hand, but I have not tried them yet, so stay tuned. Maybe by next month I will have tried it. So, uh, I I'll start with I will go chronologically. I last week I made taco dip. Mm-hmm. I love taco dip. Mm-hmm. Do you ever put refried beans on your taco dip? I haven't, but I bet that it would be really good. Real good. Yeah. And you know what I also did? So I really love salt. It's kind of like bad, but <laughs> oh, I do too. Oh my god. So, I, first of all, I think I, yeah, I put more taco seasoning in the actual dip itself than it called for. Whatever, oh, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Um, and I put taco seasoning in the refried beans. Ooh, yum. So yum. it's like undeniably taco. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. Highly mm-hmm. recommend that. Um, but the initial bean thought was, there are these chips <laughs> that I love so much and it's it's the most bizarre thing because like because it's so random and like one day I it, it was like I tried it and my life was changed. Um <laughs> that's super dramatic. And I actually don't eat them all that out all that often, but there are these chips which are sold at Aldi. This is not an ad for Aldi, but they are sold there. They are made out of beans chips made out of beans they look like tortilla chips mm-hmm. no 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 i mean like they would still serve a function of, as a tortilla chip which is mm-hmm. why i'm thinking i need to try the bean chips uh, with the taco dip yeah i'm getting so excited yeah but these chips it's really hard to explain um yeah because i'm trying to imagine it and i believe you that it's good mm-hmm. so what i'm i'm thinking what i'm imagining is not what they actually are, because what I'm imagining is kind of funky. Okay. A little weird. Not funky, not weird, just straight goodness. You know what? I'm thinking, I don't know how early Aldi opens, but I should get a bag, mm-hmm. and we should eat them together. They would make mm-hmm. a really good Friday thing, because you Ooh, know, meatless, yeah. Yeah. but you're still getting protein. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much protein is in them, but these chips are made out of beans. And you would think, oh, like, that's kind of weird. The texture is the bomb.com. Maybe not everybody will hold this opinion because I think my si- yeah my sister tried it and she was like, oh, the texture's weird. I don't mm-hmm. know what's wrong with her. Yeah. Um, because I well, if it's it- like softer, 
then I can see, it, yeah. There's something about a soft chip that my mind immediately goes to stale. Stale, yes. bad, spit it out, bad. It does not taste stale. It is really hard to explain the texture because it's okay. still like crunchy. You'll still like hear the sound and feel that in your mouth, but there's a different feeling too. A mm. feeling of bean. <laughs> <laughs> Quote that. There is a different feeling. A feeling of bean. <laughs> And it's just really hard to describe, but it's really good. Mm. Um, so sad. I don't know what it is. I don't know if I have. I don't know if I have a deficiency in something because the amount that this the texture of this chip satisfies me is like that. Is that okay? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I did get yeah confirmed. Someone else tried it and thought it was also very 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 satisfying. Mm. But. Um, there was something else I was going to say. That's probably sufficient for the bean talk. I love beans. And, uh, oh, I know what it was. So, they also, usually I really detest um, when they put a hint of lime with tortilla chips. I'm like, why would you put a hint of lime? That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They make hint of lime chips of these beans. <laughs> I'm so excited. I can't even talk straight. Um, They make these bean chips, which have a hint of lime. And I was like, you know what? It sounds like I know I don't like hint of lime. (laughs) But I know I love these chips, so I'm going to try it. Tried it, liked it. What is up with that? That's how good these chips are. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that sounds pretty close to life-changing. You know? Yes. (laughs) Okay, thank you. I just talked about beans for like 10 minutes. I don't know if it was 10 minutes, but too long. I mean, you're excited about it. It's your bit of the month. Yeah, true. Beans. Beans. Beans and parents. Beans and parents. We love you. And the occasional mouse. (laughs) Yes. And Edith. And Edith. Edith, we do love you. Yes. We calling it? I think we're calling it. I need to settle down. Rain it in, Grace. <laughs> we are ending this on two very different notes. Yeah. We like wound up, and I'm like, keep my eyeballs open. <laughs> keep them open. Yeah. <laughs> you were like that before we even started. Yeah. Ooh, this is yeah. gonna be. This is gonna be something. You did yeah. great. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Well. See you next month. Yes. Yeah, I forgot about the goodbye. Oh, yeah. Let's just, just like, float away. Just going back. Just <laughs> my eye. Like, okay. We're done. Yeah. Turn everything off. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I forgot you were there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll Peace see you guys. <laughs>